Okay, so if you're listening to this, it's because someone has sent you a link to it because they care about you and they would like to keep the conversations and the photographs and perhaps even video that you exchange private. So I'm going to outline some very simple and completely free, except for like a $2 charge for the app, uh, pieces of software that you can use to do that. The first thing you're going to do is go to protonmail.com and create a free account. Now, pick an email address that doesn't have any personally identifiable information. So don't put Sally from Wisconsin at protonmail.com. Use your FetLife handle, use any combination of words or letters, provided that it doesn't contain any information that is unique or identifiable about you. So don't put your name in there, don't put where you work, don't put your deep fascination with motorcycles. Don't put anything in there that could be used to it to track you down, okay? Once you've created that, you'll have a username and a, well, you'll have an email address and a password. Now, you'll wanna use that password to create a Bitwarden account. Bitwarden is a password manager. It allows you to create long and secure passwords. You memorize one phrase, which then becomes your master password which allows you to have lots of other different complicated passwords all tied to one password in a secure way. So go to Bitwarden, grab their app, use your email address to create an account, and then create a master password. Don't make it the same as your email address password because you're gonna go back and change that in a minute. Here's what I recommend that you do. Pick five words in your language capitalize them, add a random number to the end, and then string them together. So it would look something like John, well, skylight, pants, 45, with the first letter of each of those words capitalized, okay? That becomes a password that you can write out and then very quickly and easily memorize. The best way to do that is to imagine all of those things happening at the same time. So imagine a guy named John wearing pants, falling through a skylight. See where I'm going with this? On the 45th day of the month. It's much more <laughs> memorable than a string of letters and numbers. So now you have a secure and anonymous email address. That's going to form the basis of your identity. If you don't have a FetLife profile account, that's what the that's the email address that you would use to create that okay it keeps your fetlife emails separate from any other emails in your life and you're not going to be sending as many emails as you would to exceed the maximum limitations of the free account okay so you're just going to use this for sending plain text emails to people on personal topics now Emails are always sent in plain text. Plain text meaning anyone can read it, okay? They're encrypted when you send from a ProtonMail email address to another ProtonMail email address. The great thing about it is they're very generous with their free level. So if you have someone that you wanna to talk to, send them a copy of this audio and they'll follow the steps and they can make their own account and any emails that you send back and forth will be encrypted. 
And by encrypted, I mean that no one will be able to read them except you and the intended recipient. This is absolutely essential, in my view, personally. If there's someone that you're planning on having a relationship with, it's very common for me to establish a ProtonMail account for someone that I've been dating for a couple of weeks and then use that as my primary point of contact via emails. It allows them to have a single place to check all of our correspondence. Email is much more suitable for multi-threaded conversations, so having several different conversations about different topics at the same time. Texting is more single-threaded. Now, the main limitation with ProtonMail's free account is the size of the inbox. So you don't want to be sending files as attachments. You want to use a different service, and we'll get to that in a moment. Before we do that, go to your app store on your phone, Google or Apple, and grab an application called Threema, T-H-R-E-E-M-A. Do not associate your email address or your phone number to this account. Pick an, a photograph that represents something random. I think mine is a photograph of a Greek statue. Don't put your face on there. Don't put the gas station across the street from where you live. Right? Just pick a random photograph. If you like, you can go to any one of those free stock photograph websites. I'll put a link in the show notes. Grab a photograph from there. What I usually do is if someone messages me on those apps, I don't like seeing the empty circles because they haven't uploaded a photograph. So I'll type their name into the app and just pick a photograph that comes up. Just add some color to it. Threema is going to be your primary messaging application. Signal is going to be your fallback messaging application. So you should always use them in this order. Threema, if they're not on Threema, are they on Signal? They're not on signal, send them an ordinary text, but be very careful not to send nude photographs via ordinary texting or exchange sensitive information over ordinary text. Okay? Always use either Signal or Threema. Threema is the superior application. Signal has more people using it, so you're more likely to find other people on Signal. But I would always prefer to use Threema first. The great thing about Threema is you can use it anonymously, which means if you don't, if you choose not to associate an email address or a phone number to it, all you get from it is an eight digit or possibly a 10 digit letters and number sequence, which becomes effectively your phone number. You can go to the contact page and you can see where I've put mine. So you just click on that little link and it will direct you to download the app and then allow you to send a message to me anonymously and encrypted. It's better than Signal because Signal, well, they're both excellent, but it's better than Signal because Signal requires a phone number and Threema does not. So you have an anonymous way for people to voice call you, video call you, send you text messages, dirty pictures, audio stories they've recorded, all of that. There's no file size limit on Threema, it just uses the space on the hard drive on your phone, which there'll be lots of. So now you have an anonymous email address, and Threema is for sending photographs, videos, etc., back and forth. Now, I like the fact that Threema will auto-save every piece of media that you receive 
to your phone's photo roll. So then you go and you take your free ProtonMail account and you, and you sign up for a free Trezorit account. Now Trezorit is a little trickier to set up. You cannot change your display name. So don't use a display name that reflects your real name. It's tied to the encryption certificate that's created when you make an account. You cannot change it. That's to verify your identity. So put in your secure ProtonMail account email address and then pick the name John Smith, right? Just the most generic name you can imagine. Do not use your own real name, first or last. The email address will be enough for people to verify that it's you speaking to them. You install the application. Now, it's going to ask you to put in your credit card details. Don't fret, okay? The way you get access to the free account is by signing up for a premium account and then immediately canceling the premium account. They'll put in some stuff about how it's you know discounted now, rah, rah, rah. Just skip all of that. All you want is the free account, okay? It gives you three gigabytes of space. What happens is you're going to use this to send photographs, videos. You'll be sending those through Threema, likely. And then Threema will auto save them to your contact, to your photograph roll in your phone. And then when you open up Trezor, it will automatically back those up into its secure cloud server. Tresor is for sending files back and forth. So you upload a file to something and then you can either share the file or you can share the whole folder. Now, I will usually use this for sharing files. Uh, the resources folder is a great example of this. It's just a shared folder and I can share the link. People can click on it. They can download anything they want. This is where you would put training materials, PDFs, templates, any kind of files that you're sending them. Training materials, checklists, whatever it is, they all go here, right? I also like to back up, and I will do this manually. I'll, if someone sends me a Word document, I will put it in the Trezor, which is the name for a folder uh, that's under their name. So I have a centralized location that is secure and encrypted where any file that, that person has sent to me is stored. So if they write you a love letter and send it to you as a PDF, it goes in there. If they write you a checklist of tasks they want you to complete, it goes in there. This is where you store all of the folders and all your files that you exchange back and forth. I like to, because I have the paid account, I have a bit more space, but for the free account, you can use it as a photograph backup and a file sharing uh, size and a file sharing source. So you upload documents, share the folder with a link and they can access anything that they need to. Now, when I am in a relationship with someone who I am expecting to upload their own material, I will usually synchronize one of my folders to them. This is a little more technical and probably not necessary for you unless you're a dominant and you want to create a way for them to upload stuff into your account or for you to upload things into their account. So 
you can share folders and give other people access to that so that they can create a shared folder, which is not just things that you upload, but things that they upload as well. So to give you an example uh, of one of the ones I have, it's with a person, and then that person will upload pornography that they like into a folder called pornography that I like. And then I'll upload folders based on the things that I'm sharing with them. So photographs, you know, checklists, documents, whatever it is. It allows them a place to contribute to a kind of shared folder. So that's one thing you can set up as well. Now, when it comes to organizing things in that folder, naming conventions are very important. I would always put that person's screen name or first name, space, hyphen, space, and then the date in the following format, day, day, month, month, year, year. So if the date was the 8th of September, it would be 080921, 2-1 being 2021. And then I'd put a space and a hyphen and a space, and then a clear description of what the content is. So it could be an audio recording that I've made just for them. It could be a recording of one of our sessions. It could be uh, some recording that she's made for me as an act of worship, whatever it is. So that's how you find things in there. Naming conventions are important. So, free ProtonMail account, install the app on your phone. Threemark costs, I think, about $3 all up. It is absolutely a bargain and 100% worth the purchase price. I prefer Threema to Signal any day of the week. I prefer the interface. I like their business model better. I like the people that run it better. They're both excellent and functionally equivalent. This is more a matter of my personal preference. But I would always use Threema before Signal with someone. Also, Signal, as far as I understand, may or may not have the option to save media to your camera roll automatically, which makes backing it up a little bit harder. Whereas you can use Threema to save media to your camera roll, and then you can actually clear all of the media out of the app itself so that it just remains in the Trezor at file storage. So that's kind of handy. Then go to Trezor at Grab your free account. This will allow you to send secure emails to someone that are encrypted and unreadable by anyone else besides the intended recipient. It will allow you to make secure phone calls, voice and video. It will allow you to send secure and encrypted text messages. And it will allow you to exchange photographs, documents, and whatever other kind of file you would like to share in a secure way. This should be more than enough for the two of you to build a meaningful connection. This should cover all of the bases when it comes to communication. I really hope that you've enjoyed this. I hope that it's been useful to you. You'll find more content at the website, thewordsmithspeaks.com, T-H-E-W-O-R-D-S-M-I-T-H, S-P-E-A-K-S dot com. And of course, since this is free and designed to be freely available, 
please spread this audio to as many kinksters or hypno kinksters or ordinary people that you like. Please share it as widely as you possibly can. This is a very simple communications stack designed around allowing two people to communicate securely, to share files, phone calls, etc. Please spread it to as many people as possible. It is very important that you take responsibility for your personal information and that you understand the value of your privacy. You deserve to have your right to privacy respected and encryption and taking proactive measures using the right pieces of software are how you do that. Until next time, this has been your wordsmith speaking. Thank you for listening to the Mind King podcast. I hope that you found it useful and that you will implement the things you've learned to bring more joy into your life. You can find more content, including the free book, a folder of templates and printable handouts, heaps of audio files, and much more at the website, mindkink.net. Feel free to send me a short email or to get in touch using the details on the contacts page. I always enjoy hearing from people who have benefited from my work.